It's Thursday, June 24th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden announced new efforts Wednesday to stem a rising national tide of violent crime, declaring the federal government is taking on the bad actors doing bad things to our communities. But questions persist about how effective the efforts can be in what could be a turbulent summer. Crime rates have risen after plummeting during the initial months of the coronavirus pandemic, creating economic hardship and anxiety. Biden's plan focuses on providing money to cities that need more police, offering community support, and most of all, cracking down on gun violence and those supplying illegal firearms. A partial building collapse in Miami caused a massive response early today from Miami-Dade Fire Rescue, according to a tweet from the department's account. Miami-Dade Fire Rescue is conducting search and rescue. Authorities had no word yet on casualties or details of how many people lived in the building. U.S. stock futures climbed Thursday ahead of fresh data on jobless claims and durable goods that will offer fresh cues on the pace of economic recovery. Futures tied to the S&P 500 added 0.4%. On Wednesday, the broad market index closed down 0.1%. NASDAQ 100 futures advanced 0.5%, pointing to gains for technology stocks after the opening bell. Around the globe, former Philippine President Benigno Aquino III, the son of pro-democracy icons who helped topple dictator Ferdinand Marcos and a defender of good governance who took China's sweeping territorial claims to an international court, has died. He was 61. Aquino's family told a news conference that he died in his sleep early Thursday due to renal failure secondary to diabetes. Sydney faces its scariest period in pandemic amid a Delta variant outbreak. Australia's most populous state, New South Wales, reported a double-digit rise in new locally acquired cases of COVID-19 for the third straight day as officials fight to contain an outbreak of the highly contagious Delta variant. Back here at home, a House committee approved far-reaching legislation to curb the market dominance of tech giants, including Alphabet Incorporated's Google and Facebook Incorporated, but much of the effort faced intensive lobbying by affected firms that slowed the committee's work and foreshadowed a pitched battle in the Senate. The bill, known as the Augmenting Compatibility and Competition by Enabling Service Switching, or Access Act, would give the Federal Trade Commission extensive new powers to set individualized standards for the tech giants. It passed 25 to 19. Congress members of a bipartisan group negotiating a roughly $1 trillion infrastructure proposal said they had crafted a framework for an agreement and lawmakers planned to meet with President Biden on Thursday to try to complete a deal. Recent talks have focused on how to finance the package, which drafts showed would spend $1.2 trillion if continued over eight years.
and California's Secretary of State confirmed on Wednesday that the effort aimed at recalling Governor Gavin Newsom has enough signatures to trigger an election. With 1,719,900 signatures, the confirmation from the Secretary of State's office comes after it announced in April that the recall effort had enough signatures to qualify for the ballot. Newsom's recall election will mark the second time in California's history that a recall effort triggered a ballot out of 55 attempts. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.